Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. It's Friday night, and we're going to get this one done early because, you know, there's not a lot going on for the podcast this week. We got all the news and notes, all the fantasy-relevant news and notes for you, as well as updating you on all the information you're going to need to get involved in our our very own fantasy league that we're going to be running rather than doing a Beat the Host seg- segment this season. And uh, that segment is going to be called the Glutton's Guillotine League. We've been talking about it for almost a month now, and we're looking for people that are interested in playing. And all it's going to cost you is one $20 gift card to a restaurant of your choice. Major chain would be great, um, but all this is a $20 gift card. It's going to be a guillotine league. Um, if you want to get involved, send me an email, cffpodcast at hotmail.com. I will write back to you and let you know that you're in, and uh, we are planning on doing the draft on August 31st. It will be a live draft through the the site that will be running the league. And um, you got friends want to be involved? Let them know also. You can also enter by sending me your information, your email, or uh, if you want me to text you, I can do that too. But sooner or later, I'm going to need your email, and you can do that through the fan line, 414-520-8249. That line is also used if you want to call in and leave a message how great this show is, how much you love it, how much uh, you you enjoy the information, or if you got problems with it, give me a call, leave me a message, and uh, we'll, we'll be happy to play it for you on the air. And uh, you can also text to that number, so um, that's how that works. We do have a website for the podcast. It is cffpodcast.com. Everything that we talk about on the show is up on that website. All the news and notes, we have links to all the news and notes. We have our required reading for fantasy football, pre-draft fantasy football required reading for you. And this week, in fact, we have three articles. I'm going to put you to work. You are going to have to do a lot of reading, but it's all going to be reading that you're going to love, and it's going to be very informative. The first article that's up there is called Boom and bust and everything in between. It's by Mike Taglieri. And uh, this is about all the boom and bust players. And and then, of course, you know, as the title says, the players in between. It's a great article. Read it. You'll love it. The second article, it's called Waiver Systems Are More Varied Than Most Realize. It's by Scott Fantana. This is an article about all the different waiver systems that you can be using in your fantasy football league. Uh, goes through all of them. Goes through uh, the free agent waiver wire, the the uh, blind bidding, anything anything you could possibly want to do for a waiver wire system for your league. It's all right there. And then the final article called "How Your Brain Is Wired and How It Hurts You on Draft Day." This is the article, the first one you should probably read. Uh, it's, it's this one. It's by David Giardino. And it's a great one. It talks to you about what you what you go through on draft day and, and and how your your biases and all your personal feelings hurt you during the draft. Um, 
that's that's that. That's all on the website, cffpodcast.com. The required reading for fantasy football draft season. Uh, we also have up there all the rainbow bets at Dan and I and Wayne and I. And, and there's actually a, a podcast listener who called me and wanted to make a bet. So we made that bet. And I think either Dan or Wayne got involved in that one also. Um, but those are up there. We have our, our regular sports investing, all our, our annual bets that we can make on football. They're all up there, college and pro. Once the season starts, we'll, be start, we'll start betting on the games each week. And uh, we'll go through all that. And then, of course, my picks are up there for how each team is going to finish the season in the NFL and who's going to go to the playoffs, who's going to win the playoffs, you know, all the stuff that matters. And, of course, the segment of the show that everybody loves the most, the Fantasy Girl of the Week. And since, well, as you could tell, no co-host this week, no Dan, no Wayne. It's just me because it's not going to be a long show. It's just news and notes and a Fantasy Girl for you. And this week's Fantasy Girl, we're going we're going into the archives. We're not going to use up a new one since neither one of the guys are here to uh, guess the measurements. So we're going to uh, go back into the archives with one of my favorites, but that's coming up later on. But right now, it's time for some news and notes, everybody. Here we go. And again, like I said at the beginning, all the links to these news and notes articles are up on the website, cffpodcast.com. Check them out if you want to read more about them. First story has to do with me, and it's there's going to be a couple get-off-my-lawn segments, but uh, this is the first one because I am tired of hearing so many football players complaining about how unfairly they're treated by the NFL. Word has been passed down from on high that Antonio Brown is going to be suspended for eight games for violating the league's personal conduct policy. Now, now you might be saying, Dave, what's what's wrong with that? that? That seems like a fair deal. And normally I would say it is. However, in announcing the eight-game suspension, the NFL has also come out and said that the suspension will start week one of the season regardless of whether or not Antonio Brown is actually signed and on a team. Usually, suspensions for players do not start until the player is actually on the team. If they're not playing for somebody and they're to be suspended, that suspension doesn't start till they actually sign with the team, but, but not Antonio Brown. Now, the next situation we're going to have to watch with Antonio Brown will be when the sexual assault charges finally get hammered out. Um, will there be an added suspension for that, or is that just going to be all wound together into this one suspension? We don't really know. Even with... Brown not being on a team and missing at least the first eight games of the season. He is currently listed, believe it or not, wide receiver 63 on most PPR league fantasy rankings. Not bad for a guy who, like I said, isn't going to play for eight games and isn't even signed with the team yet. Our next story, Carson Wentz. He has reportedly bulked up a bit over the offseason, and it doesn't even look like it is the usual COVID-30 that people have been putting on. Carson is reportedly bulked up with muscle. He said, this offseason, I was really able to get after it and work out a little harder in my gym and all those things. Wentz said, I haven't gained anything insane weight-wise, but I have definitely gained some weight. I feel really good with where I'm at. Now, 
I don't know if this is just a guy who has realized that he has been hurt more than he has played so far in his career or if he has just needed something to do during lockdown. Either way, this can only be beneficial to Wentz and any fantasy owner that that has him in in the league that they're in. He has always needed to a little more bulk to help keep him in the game. Currently, Wentz is receiving a QB 11 ranking in PPR leagues with an overall draft spot of around 65 to 70. You want some good news out of Chicago? I know there's a lot of people out there looking for any good news out of Chicago that they can get, and I don't know if this is going to fill your belly with some good news, but hey, take it for what you can. Mitch Trubisky is saying that he has improved. That's right. Trubisky says he's been working with a quarterback's coach this offseason and worked on improving his footwork and mechanics. Okay. Someone please tell me why it is that we are three years into this turd's career in the NFL, and he's only starting to work on his footwork and mechanics now? Someone in the Bears organization needs to be fired and fired right away. And this is what happens when you don't work on your footwork or mechanics. You get rated at quarterback 35 in PPR fantasy rankings. That means they don't even think Mitch Trubisky is a starting quarterback in the NFL. Wow. Speaking of quarterbacks looking for a breakout season, after a less than positive 2019, Matthew Stafford has received information that he was removed from the COVID-19 list and placed back onto the active roster due to what? Oh, yes, a false positive. We are finally learning in this country something that I've been saying all along, but thanks to professional sports, one of the things (laughs) that I have learned since the CDC lockdown has started, and that is the COVID numbers are not what we're being told. Number one, because hospitals get money for each COVID-19 death that they have, death reports for people aren't necessarily being properly listed in some cases. People who end up in the hospital with heart attacks or other problems are all tested for the COVID. If they test positive but die from the problem that they presented at the hospital with, they're listed as dying from COVID even though they died of something else, and then, like in my example, a heart attack. There was a guy in Florida, if you remember, who died in a motorcycle accident, but when he got to the hospital, they tested, and he tested positive for COVID, and he was listed as a COVID death. Now, I'm not saying COVID isn't a serious thing, and and, uh, Matthew Stafford wasn't in some, some serious possible problems if he had, actually was positive, but this is not as bad as we're all being led to believe it is. When it comes to COVID tests, there are reports of people showing up at testing sites, filling out the registration paperwork, getting tired of waiting in line to be tested, and then leaving without receiving a test, only to get paperwork at their home a couple of days later saying that they've tested positive for COVID-19. So tell me how anyone is supposed to believe these numbers. And then you go and you see Scott Mitchell, or I mean Scott Mitchell, Jesus, Talk about bad Detroit quarterbacks. You go and see Matthew Stafford being tested and being told that, yeah, you're positive for COVID and only to find out that, no, no, you're actually not. I mean, this, this is starting to get out of hand in this country. There's, there's also stories of medical coders being told to list someone on their paperwork as COVID positive, even though there wasn't a COVID test even done on the patient. 
This is what we're dealing with, and this is what we're going to learn as sports gets going more and more, that these numbers are BS, that um, we are being sold a bill of goods by the CDC only so that they can have more power over us. And, uh, again, that's just my little foil hat thinking. But, you know, these things are all in the public domain, and it just amazes me that the media just refuses to accurately report on this rather than politicize it. Hopefully the resumption of sports, like I said, will help shed a light on the problems. It is starting, I think, with the Matthew Stafford story. And I'm sorry to drop the politics on a football story, but mark my words, shit is going to come out about how this country is handling the situation with COVID. And it is sad that everyone needs to be, everything needs to be politicized just because one party doesn't like the other one and so on. Anyways, on with football. In a quarterback story that has nothing to do with COVID, thank God, the Washington Redskins have said that they are pleasantly surprised with the recovery of Alex Smith from his horrible leg injury. And it is being reported that, believe it or not, he could join the competition in Washington for the starting job. And this is just unbelievable to me. If you watch the ESPN 30 for 30 story about his injury, that leg looked like it had been through a war, especially after he had the surgery on it and then it got infected. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that that show, but if you haven't, look it up on uh, ESPN Plus or whatever the thing is they charge you to watch TV for. Um, it's It's a great story, the Alex Smith story. It didn't look good at all. It was so bad that Alex Smith was moments from losing his leg altogether after that bad infection set in. Smith brings a lot of experience, and if he can perform on the field, he just may be the Redskins' best option. They do have Dwayne Haskins, who is thought to be a leader in the locker room, but he is still far from a leader in talent on the field. And totally opposite of Alex Smith, here's a story of crying and whining. Odell Beckham Jr. has come down on just about every side of the COVID situation that exists. First, he said the league shouldn't even play this year. And now he is saying that he is committed to playing for the Browns. Beckham has said that he does not plan to opt out of the season. He surely wants to have a bounce-back season after his less-than-ordinary 2019 one, and this could be the season for that. The Browns boast an improved offensive line, a somewhat stud rushing attack, and a quarterback that is hoping to show better passing stats. Bottom line is this. Beckham is a low-end wide receiver one, ranking right around wide receiver 10, making him a high-to-mid-third-round selection in most 12-team PPR leagues. And after that, it's becoming evident what is now going on in the NFL. We started this discussion last week when we talked about players opting out just for the guaranteed money that they would receive for opting out rather than taking a chance and not making the final roster only to end up getting nothing. Well, it's happened again. New England Patriots wide receiver Marquise Lee announced that he will be opting out of the 2020 season. There's likely no way Lee was going to make the 53-man roster in New England. So we have another guy trying to steal some money rather than take a chance and see if he can actually show some talent and make a roster somewhere. This whole player is looking for some guaranteed money while not be required to even put on a jersey is taking a toll on the Miami Dolphins, who, would, who I thought 
we're going to be much improved and make the playoffs. Now I'm kind of uh, rethinking that thought, but I'm going to stick with it because I have faith. Wide receiver Albert Wilson declared that he will opt out of the 2020 football season. And this makes two starting receivers for the Dolphins saying no way to this year. Alan Hearns was the other receiver that opted out for Miami. This leaves the Dolphins with Devontae Parker and Preston Williams as the top two receivers on the team with Jakeem Grant and Isaiah Ford as the possible three and four guys. Next team, wide receiver Travis Benjamin of the 49ers has also said that he is opting out of the 2020 season. This looks like to be another one of those Marquise Lee things where I'm, I'm not likely to make the team anyway. Why not go for the free 350K type moves? Benjamin didn't do much for the 49ers last season and is considered one of those guys with a declining skill level. It didn't even seem likely that he was going to get much playing time even if he did make the final roster. Seattle running back Rashad Penny has been placed on the pup list by the Seahawks. This isn't really a surprise after the knee injury he had last year. This move puts Penny's availability for the beginning of the season in question. He's likely to be on the pup list when the season begins, which would mean he would have to miss the first six games of the season. And following up on a story we had a few episodes ago regarding Sony Michelle and his availability for the Patriots, New England has placed him on the pup list as of August 2nd. Like we mentioned before, this was something fantasy owners are not or, I mean, are, are going to need to keep a close eye on. Michelle had surgery on his foot back in May and has be, 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 been recovering since then. Look for Michelle to be placed on the pup list at the beginning of the season uh, if he is unable to be with the team, meaning he also would miss the first six games of the season. And this move makes Damian Harris's stock climb as he will be getting a starting role for the team with Michelle out. Damien Harris is coming into the fantasy draft season right now, right around RB55. But that should climb a bit with this new news about Sony Michelle. And I have good news for my dynasty team, finally. And anyone else out there who is putting a bunch of the Ronald Jones eggs in their baskets this year, Tampa head coach Bruce Arians has said that Jones will be the main ball carrier for the Buccaneers this season. Rojo's the main guy. He'll carry the load, Arian said. Jones finished 2019 as the number 27 rusher in fantasy and look for him to have some better stat lines this season as defenses spend the first few weeks focusing on the old plow horse at quarterback and these new quote-unquote receiving weapons everyone is boasting about in Tampa Bay. Jones is currently hanging around the running back 30 position, making him a high sixth-round draft choice in 12-team PPR Fantasy Leagues. Next up, Jordan Reed. He has signed an incentive-filled contract with the 49ers. The contract is for one season. And I don't know what, if anything, the 49ers are expecting from Reed other than his veteran experience. Reed doesn't offer much more on the field because he's usually hurt, and when he is playing, he's not really that good. He isn't going to see much playing time, and I would even be surprised if he makes the final 53-man roster in Frisco. Las Vegas receivers are our final story this evening. Las Vegas receiver Henry Ruggs is slated to start for the Raiders in the slot position, according to offensive coordinator Greg Olson. Ruggs played 218 snaps at the slot position in his last two seasons at Alabama. 
And this is going to be the opportunity for Ruggs to use his speed to get by defenders down the field. But do not be concerned that he's only going to be sitting there in the slot this season. There's going to be plenty of opportunities, and Ruggs clearly has the ability to be placed anywhere in the offensive formation. Right now, Henry Ruggs is listed as wide receiver 56 in PPR leagues. That means you should be getting a really good talent later on in your draft. That's it for the news and notes, everybody. It's time for our fantasy girl. That's right, the most popular segment on the fantasy football, Cheddarhead Fantasy Football football podcast. One of these days, I'm not going to be able to say that. One of these days, you guys are going to like something else on the show, but until then, I'll, I'll, I'll live with it. Fantasy Girl of the Week. Check her out on the website, cffpodcast.com. This is the guy section of the show. Your chance to look at beautiful woman and uh, see if you can guess the measurements just like Dan and Wayne tried to do. Like I said, we have a Going back into the archives for one of my favorites from past shows, Barbara Palvin, everyone. Barbara Palvin was born October 8th, 1993, and she is a Hungarian model and actress. She was discovered on the streets of Budapest at the age of 13, and Palvin shot her first editorial in 2006 for Spur Magazine. Palvin was also part of the 2016 Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue Rookie Class of Models. One of her only downfalls, because every perfect woman needs a downfall, is the fact that she has dated Justin Bieber. (laughs) And now it is rumored that she is dating English singer, although I know this isn't true because, (sighs) like most stalkers, I follow her on Instagram. She no longer dates Ed Sheeran, but she, she did. There was rumored that she was dating Ed Sheeran, but no longer. She's got a very nice looking boyfriend right now. Um and they look to be very happy together. But like I said, Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber, we can't expect everyone to be perfect. Barbara Palvin stands 5 foot 7 inches tall. She has light brown hair, blue eyes, weighs 121 pounds, and wears a size 4 dress. Her measurements are 32B, 23, 35. Barbara Palvin, your archived Fantasy Girl of the Week. Check her out on the website, CFF Podcast, where you can find the Fantasy Girl and everything that we've talked about on the show, all the news and notes and all your required reading for this week prior to your draft starting up in fantasy football. Like I said, you got questions, comments, concerns, email us, cffpodcast at hotmail.com, or you can email Dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. You can also use the fan line, leave us a voicemail or a text, and we'll play or read it on the air, 414 414- Five two zero eight two four nine. All those things are also on the website where you can just click on them and it'll take you right to your email and they'll all be ready to go. Don't forget if you're interested in the Glutton's Guillotine League, get us your name and your information and uh, we'll get you back. We'll get back to you and get you into the league and tell you where to send your $20 gift card. The winner of the Glutton's Guillotine League is going to win all 17 food gift cards worth a grand total of $340. That's a deal. And all it takes is knowing how to draft and knowing how to pick up the players of the guy that lost the week before. So that's it for this week. Next week, um, we're going to have one of the 
co-host back with us, either Dan or Wayne. Don't know which one, but one of them will be here, and we're going to do a show, and we're going to do the mock draft for the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football League, our Keeper League mock draft. As always, the week before the actual draft, we go on the podcast and do the mock draft, who we think is going to be drafted by who. But until then, be good, and we'll talk to you again.